All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Daddy Lonegan and shout out to Red Light Crew. Consists of Wayne, like Kanye, Red Milk, and the Squirrel. Keep it litty like a fucking titty. 2019. Hey, you're one of 12 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. Does he say consists of? Yeah. So he's he's (laughs) articulate. He opens up very articulate. Uh, Yeah. And then just squirm. One shot, one kill. Daddy Lodnack. Boys. Oh, yeah. You don't get two takes of cameo. (laughs) No, not not for 30 bucks. Not for 30 clams. That's one shot. Like Jay-Z in the booth. Uh, How y'all doing? Welcome to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. We got Chris Chalmers in here. We got Bag Milk in here. We got the Squirr in here. He's doing his thing. Jared's here. I'm your friend, Wanye. We are 4-1-1 since last Real Life Podcast, boys. Wow. Is this like the Titanic just as it's about to like go under? They're like, the pumps are working, Captain. We can pump out the bilge. Or is this like... The band is is still playing. Yeah. Yeah. Or... Is this like four more wins in the next five games when we're talking about playoffs? Chalmers, thoughts? Um, my thoughts on this are right now, it honestly feels like the band is still playing. All right. And we are, I don't know, like I'm excited about the next couple of games. They seem winnable. Then we play Toronto again, which sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all you have to do is just heckle J- John Tavares to death and you'll beat the shit out of the floor. Then they'll, the they'll give him another standing. Oh, it is. Yeah. If there's any, Back did you home? see some of those uh, Islander fan footage, like roasts of John Travaris? Oh yeah, they're killing them. Some of the, some of the the chants were the best. Where's your jammies? <laughs> like, come on, yeah, it's the you, best. You know, Islanders fans are catching a lot of heat from all this. But you know what? I, 
I think it's I think it's fucking awesome what yeah, they did. For like sure. they got together as fans and did all this stuff. Like it 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 was I it was amazing. Who are they catching heat from? Just everyone on the outside. Yeah. Everyone on the outside of Islanders fandom, if you will. Yeah. Uh was giving them shit for what they did. And maybe there's a couple things like maybe throwing snakes on the ice or maybe throwing the jersey at them. <laughs> if maybe, they were live that's, snakes, that, that's, perhaps. Like, that's like the 0.1% of the stuff that happened uh, that you consider bad. But the rest was just gold. Like, I, 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 I hope we're never in a situation where we have to do anything like that. But oh, like, we will be. I want to I wanna give them full marks. Like, way to get together. Yeah. And you know what? That's where the fans won that game. Yeah. Like, hands down. Six I, one. I don't think throwing plastic snakes in the ice is the worst thing. You throw a live co- boa constrictor or cobra on the ice. All right, it's a bit much. But a plastic snake—that's like throwing uh, plastic rats at Melonby when he's playing for Florida in the playoffs. And yeah, and these guys are pros, right? Like you know, Tavares did something which you know the the fandom there didn't agree with, so they just voiced it. So he's a pro. He's making paid millions of dollars, and I know that's you shouldn't use that as an excuse because we do have to be. Know, careful, mindful of of mental health and all that stuff. But like, I don't know. I thought it was great. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, it's like, if you can get eighteen thousand people chanting "Who's your daddy?" Like, it's great. We don't need you. <laughs> Where's your jammies? It's bedtime. Do you think that a radio station got behind this? There's no way you get eighteen or sixteen thousand people to all do uh, the same thing without having. No, I know, but to have like choreographed things. You got to think like a radio station prompted this for like the week ahead. But I don't think it takes that much. Like when the Oilers made the playoffs a couple of years ago, I got a five-hole chant started in the first yeah. round against uh, San Jose. And that was just me doing it on Twitter. I remember in the 06 Cup run coming into the, when we went to that game against Detroit, I ran to my buddy Jeff who ran up to me breathlessly before social media. He's like, hey, hey, we're going, let's go Oilers. Detroit sucks. You got it for the chance? And I'm like, <laughs> I guess so. And he's like, bye. And he ran away. Like he had to personally tell everybody in the entire arena. <laughs> Doesn't take much coordination. I like that. What'd you think of what Toronto did then when he came back? Great. How they? Well, is it great though? Do you think he needed that? Like, what, sure. It's it's all wrestling. Everything is wrestling, man. Yep. That's uh, how I looked at it too. Everything yeah. is wrestling. They can cock a way for him to come be the last one out, oh, just so flat. he gets a standing ovation. Mm-hmm. Don't you think he might have felt like, oh Jesus? John Tavares is as boring as they. Yeah, can. that's the got, other thing I've yeah. learned from all of this is he is boring. That Rogers ad where he's like, "When I was six years old, me and my dad watched a Toronto Maple Leaf, Doug Gilmore." I'm like, "My God in heaven, this motherfucker had enough jam in him to make the NHL." Sounds like a robot. What are you doing? Just spraying a little uh, spritz on my face <laughs> for what reason? No, it's just this is good stuff. You you spray it. It's, it's supposed to help kind of give you some mental alertness. Jay is not afraid to multitask during the podcast, <laughs> and it always like I'll look over and he's replying to emails. You know that thirteen people are listening to this that's, while you're spraying your and face, and I want to make sure I give them my best. I want yeah. them to know that I'm fucking mental, mentally alert, so they know. And now I'm here. His beard just got misted, so now with beard oil. No, it's not beard oil. It's called breathe breathe deeply by spritz. This is the hey, one. Hey, that's hey, supposed don't be mentioned to- in no brands that aren't paying. <laughs> oh, well, they might be a local brand. It says made in Canada. So shout out local brand. That means the <laughs> label was made in Canada. <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah, John Tavares, boring, boring. Other people that need to be held accountable for this is the arena staff in Long Island. Like, was there people just lined up down the block with like bags of plastic snakes and shit? And they're like, come on in. You couldn't get a keychain into Roger's place without security taking a look. At plastic. It. Definitely smuggle a shovel into the saddle. Dome. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and then celebrate the shovel 
And that's that's the downfall. And that's the, the downfall. Take. So long as you don't celebrate. Yeah. I think it's Don't fine. get cocky. Just yeah. bring it in and do what you want, but don't show off, you know? Exactly. Don't rub it in our face. Exactly. A lot of... What do you think got turned away, though? Well, <laughs> real snakes? Yeah. yeah. The giant uh, uh. effigy they were going to bring in made of paper mache <laughs> and beat to death at the first intermission? Uh. <laughs> I loved it, man. Like, you don't get to see personality in hockey all that much. Rivalries are good for sports. Yes. Of course. That's why course. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, the same people complaining about the Canes clapping are the yeah. same people complaining about Islanders fans not clapping. Like, we want you to sit in the stand, stare directly ahead, have no thoughts, except what a good deal for everything I'm paying for, and then leave. Yeah. You know what, what else is, <laughs> is nice about this is, is I think you can, there's an Oiler connection. We mm. sucked all of the offense out of Toronto the night before. That's true. We tired them out we real We set good. the stage. We got them all cocky and arrogant and then sent them down to, to Long Island to just get their asses handed to I them. I was happy that the Isles won that night. Oh, so did I. Yeah, and I wanted it to be a shelling. Like, I was for, for the... One time in my life, I was actually checking uh, the scores of an Islanders game and celebrating. Well, it was fun, too, because as an Oilers fan, 24 hours prior was awful. Oh, horrendous. We were having a horrible evening. And then to see them get pumped the next day while the Oilers win in Ottawa at the same time was nice. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That one early on didn't seem like it was going to be our game. Hey, hey, hey. We, we, we don't That's want right. to talk you don't about draw pictures started. on the scoreboard. All I see is a 4-2 win. That's all That's I see true. about that. The scoreboard's like a giant LED screen filled with pictures. That's true. Me and the boys were watching the first five minutes of the uh, Toronto game, and we were like, this is going to be awesome. And then we were so pumped up to come back and watch it after they had to go have a shower quickly before dinner. These are your kids? Yeah. I thought maybe you were hanging out with like the Jonas No, my boys, my, me and my kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the boys. And we came back. I'm like one of your original boys. Hanging with the boys used to mean to me like, why yeah. wasn't I invited? You asshole. Yeah, now my now OG boys. boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones that need all your money. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then it just it was mind-blowing how many goals he gave up right in the beginning of the second yeah. period. Right? Boom, 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 boom. So that was awful. That turned it around. <laughs> so guess what we did? Uh, you played Stop Fortnite. Watching. No, we went and played NHL. Oh, nice. You can control your destiny there. That's right. WHL 19. You were the Oil Kings? Yeah, you yeah. can be the Oil Kings. Your favorites. Can you? Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, jeez, I don't know enough. You can, be every, you can be teams from the KHL. Uh, you What's can that be guy you like in the Oil Kings? Trey fix That's the one. Can you play as him? I don't know. I haven't tried yet. I'm going to try tonight now. That's not a shock. I'm surprised you don't have a 17 seasons under your belt. Uh, no, I've been a little Oil Kings light lately. I haven't gone to many games. <laughs> but Shame. did you know that they so, had a game? Call on Call yourself a fan. Yeah, yeah, not a fan. Call yourself the captain of the Oil Kings. Okay, so wait, this is the one cool thing that they did. Um, last week on Tuesday or Wednesday, I don't remember, but the, my kids' school basically went to the Oak Kings game. Hooky day. They had an 11, call, yeah, 11 o'clock game for hooky day. We're How can all they just, just command a- schools let out? Well, like, when I went to school, we had to do math. <laughs> we weren't like, hey, you want to just bounce and go watch the Oil Kings? So the principal of my son's school, his her son plays on the team. That's and, a conflict. Yeah. No, but so they were like, <laughs> so of course they were going. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they won 11 1. Like the kids yeah, were that would loving have been awesome. it. Kids, they were all on the, like it was mostly just get the kids on the big screen day. Like, so they, my son was on the big screen like three or four times. Yeah. He, it was the best day of his life. Like he loved that stuff. I love that shit. Yeah. When did the Oilers do a hooky game for the adults? Kind of nice. did on uh hooky from life on Saturday, maybe. I think people are going to start playing hooky from Oilers games. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> That's yeah. a more likely situation. That's hey, right. it's hooky day where none of us go. <laughs> 
Son of a bitch. Did you? I watched the uh, amazingly filmed, I think it's called Oilers Talks on EventonJournal.com. Well, <laughs> and they had like Derek Van Dyst and some. And they sit around the table and it's like. No, the, they were on a green screen. Oh, the okay. background looked like Roger's Place, but I knew it wasn't Roger's Place. And they were going on and on about it. And I was just like, this is fucking. It's just like in the Minutemen when old Coomsey and Chris, the intern, went back in time. They didn't actually go back in time? Of course they did. Of course we have did. the technology. Yeah. Nothing related. Where'd they go? The budget for Minutemen is fourteen billion. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah. perfect. I saw a guy at the pint, so I went on a spirit journey mm-hmm. on Saturday. We went to the uh, fan therapy party, fan therapy brunch party at the Canadian Brew House. Canadian Brew House, and then finished off fine form. How do you celebrate a four nothing win? Go to the pint. Mm-hmm. So we went down to the pint. Started having some drinks. There's a group of four guys at the pint, these old boys. They have a table. They're called the Red Wine Table. Actually, they might be Oilers alumni, if you think about it, because they, too, <laughs> love red wine. And the one guy has the same government name as me. Exact same. Exact same. And they call him Old Wanye and then Young Wanye. Really? And I was sitting there, and you know, I'd already celebrated at the brew house, and I was celebrating at the pint. And about two hours in, I was like, that could be me traveling through time. Like, if I'm 70 and balling, and I'm like, whoa, we can do time travel now? You yeah, guys have the technology. But you got to go back in time and still be an old man. Where do you want to go? I'd be like, send me to the pint circa 2009. <laughs> I'm going to drink red wine in the corner and watch the entire shit go down. You put in a shift on Saturday. Open to close. Right? I'm going to feel sorry for you if that's where you want to go back in time to. Where would you want to go if you could go back in time? I'd go love back to go to the time? pint and watch myself kill. Man, probably 20 years old at Cowboys. Oh, but you oh. can't be in this scenario. You're still old. Oh. Oh, you're old, you don't but you de-age. go back in time? Yeah. So old you can come back in time. Where do you want to go kick it? Where do I want to go kick it? Wow. And you can't go to Cowboys. At tw- I mean, you could. How old am I? Well, I don't know. It's going to be a while till we get time travel sorted out. Maybe you're yeah. 68. <laughs> you're 68 going back to Cowboys? Yeah. Actually, I probably would. Probably still Paul. 25 yeah. cent draft, too. Why <laughs> yeah. not? No, all the bartenders. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was legendary. I can close my eyes and think about where everybody would stand at Cowboys and who was in what bars working. The front guy who would treat everybody like a VIP that had just come in from Qatar. And he'd be like, whatever you need, man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Or one buddy getting a bucket delivered to him so he could pee at the bar. Remember that? (laughs) I do. Quality concierge service at the front bar, Cowboys. I'm not going to be able to think now. All I can think about is where I'd want to go back to. Well, the front bars were all the rich folk hung uh-huh. because you couldn't get 25 cent draft at the right. front bar. So anyone who drank there, I was like, wow, they yeah. must all be millionaires. Everybody here must work 30 hours yeah. a week. Or just got a credit card. That was my Achilles heel back then. Because wow. I was coming to the Cowboys with 10 bucks, yeah. five for the draft, and five for McDonald's after. The post-game McDonald's. The bits when the big extra first came out. That's great. <laughs> Big X. Yeah, because they priced it aggressively to enter the market. Enter the market. So for, for 10 bucks, I'd have a great Thursday every week. It's shocking that McDonald's still has the same prices as in those days, though. The same what? Prices. For they stuff. don't. Effectively, though. Like a McDonald's Happy Meal isn't $9. No. You no, know, no. But a it's, cheeseburger it's, it's gone up. It's gone up. Yeah. Like it, it, it's gone up significantly since then, for sure. When they used to have days of the week where it was like Wednesday was 35 cent cheeseburger day. I had a buddy whose dad used to roll into McDonald's, slap down like a hundred bucks and fill his freezer with cheeseburgers. Oh. When you pull one out of the freezer, it is the exact same. So my, my buddy, he would just be chucking cheeseburgers around like he's big dick swinging. No shit. Oh yeah, man. 35 cent That's cheeseburger a life day. Hack. What was like the defrost method? 
to get it right back to where it needed to be. What you do is first thing in the morning, you take it out of the freezer yeah, and you just let her coast until lunch. <laughs> let her coast and then it's good as new. You can heat it up if you want, if you're fancy, or you just take it down. Room temp? Oh yeah, man. Room temp burgers from McDonald's are pretty good. For real? Not yeah. bad. I mean, Not they come bad. to you sometimes room temp and they're still the same. Now I have on a boys trip and boys being like my... Chalmers like, kids, your sons. Yeah, Chalmers, Chalmers kids. <laughs> Me and both the Chalmers sons. We were we trip. were traveling, I think, on a football trip, and uh, they love football. They love football, and I came home late night with a bunch of McDonald's, and uh, ate half of it and passed out, and then woke up eight hours later and ate the remaining half of it, and it was exactly what I needed. Do you remember what our friend used to do with Donairs? Probably the most veteran move ever is he would buy the biggest donair he could eat, or he could get, mm-hmm. the night when he would come home from the bar, and he would only be able to eat like half of it, right? But he would eat the meat out of the inside first, yeah. and he would, so he would with eat With the fork? The, with the fork. Oh, is this, yeah. okay. Yeah, and then he would take it home, yeah. and then he would wake up in the morning, and for breakfast, he would put it in the oven and just like, bro- gro- like uh, broil it a bit, so the meat was a little bit more crispy, and so is it. Oh, <laughs> and he would so have a donair breakfast so we're gonna bring this particular individual on a don't air review uh when the time is you right. have to no no he wants to we already it's because we're gonna go to see mama uh a little scared but wow well, uh, is i gonna put the coffin in the whole business though nail in the coffin the whole yeah business? might not get a word in edgewise you know i have to uh I, I, he'll be well, it, it, yeah he'll just the content will be great with that guy but you won't uh, even be talking about donairs about 30 seconds in no i know it'll be awesome we did a don't air review today uh, at Yegburger with Dusty Nielsen. How was it? It was. Oh, you did the Donair Burger. Donair Burger. It was really uh, good. And and you know, I am I am a gun for hire. And if you buy me my food, I will give you a higher score. It's very open in the Donair review market. But Yegburger is a uh, partner of the nation, so I did the reverse. I deducted two for my score, so I was not giving a hometown bias. So I deducted so two. But I, yeah, and so, but I shared that with the audience, so I ended up giving them a 92 when they had a 94. Wow. Let's take a break. We'll be back after this real life podcast. Have you got holes to dig, earth to pack, and roads to build? Then you need to call Jabba Machinery Group. Does your equipment need a service? You can't fix stupid, but here at Jabba Machinery Group, we can fix everything else. With a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly. Jappa Machinery Group is a family-operated and Alberta-grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at jappamachinery.com. Jappa Machinery Group, join the family. I just realized that the last 45 seconds of content was for nothing. It wasn't for nothing. And it was all Oilers. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, the Oilers podcast stops for a commercial break. We start talking about the Oilers. The commercial break ends. And we go back to talking about nightclubs from 15 years ago. Perfect. In Perfect. true Jappa fashion, they just bulldozed through the conversation. Mm-hmm. I got a, there you go. I got a tweet you. this week and someone hit me up and goes, love the podcast. Love it when you guys talk about the olden days. It's like you motherfucker. <laughs> Olden days? That was a moment ago. Oh, God, it's the olden days. It is the olden days. You know how I know it's the olden days? Uh Uh-uh. I turn 40 next year. Yeah, Chalmers is old. Yeah, you're always my older friend. Chalmers is old. Always my older friend. The heyday of my life for partying (laughs) will be half of my life ago. Next year. (laughs) Oh, don't say that. You still got it in you? No, I do not. You still get weekday rise in you? But 
Well, yeah, but they're just not in like a party scenario. Now they're just by myself in my basement with tears growing. <laughs> <That's> civilized. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I went tears rolling. I went to the. We had we I went out on Friday night, and I went to Olds. Anyways, for like a hockey game, cool. my nephew's hockey game. Yeah, we went to Olds and stayed overnight and got a bunch of me with my brother. Like really learning what a what a hockey trip is like for kids because my kids are still young. We don't do that yet. Parents get after it, I'll tell you that much. So when we're in the hotel, and the number one rule my brother says is always make sure the cooler's full. And so like the parent, the kids are all in the rooms. They're like 14 and 15 at this point. And uh, so they get after it. They drink heavily. So I was drinking heavily that night. Anyways, the story is, is the next day we went home. And on Saturday night, I had to go to a going away party. And I went to White Ave for the first time in probably like a year, like a while. And it was the worst scenario I could imagine because all your pants flew off in the bar like that one. No, (laughs) I just, I was driving down and I immediately got anxiety of like looking at people. Like there was a girl walking down the street in a tube top. It was minus 28 and her boyfriend had short sleeves on. They persisted to roll into a lineup for the, for the, some Buddha place. Funky Buddha. Yeah. Popping. It was good. It was packed. Good shit. They were the very back of the line, at least probably half an hour to 45 minute wait. No jackets holding each other. And I was just like, I don't have this in me anymore, man. Like these, just thinking of hailing a taxi at like one o'clock, driving me to like not want to go to this. See, park. I can remember young you. I specifically remember having a conversation with you. You were head to toe diesel, including a diesel umbrella, which made no sense in the bar. <laughs> Had to. And I was like, where's your jacket? And you're like, I'm not paying for coat check. That's what and I was just going to say. Uh. Well, and yes, okay, well, coat check I didn't want to pay for. But when you were in the bar and you were getting after it, you would get warm, right? But we didn't go, we didn't go like from bar to bar. Usually if we went to a bus taking us around because we'd figured it out either that or we just went to one like right next door. Yeah. And we knew how to give a guy a $20 bill. He let us in. Like, I'll never forget the time I went to Santana's. I was meeting all you boys and I was like, I don't know where I was. What were we doing at Santana's? No, 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 no. You were at Cowboys and oh. I went to Santana's <laughs> because the taxi dropped me off and I didn't know up from down. And I walked in. I was standing at the bar just shooting shit with the bartender. I'm like, man, it's dead in here for Cowboys. He's like, you're in Santana's. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, parallel universe. <laughs> oh, man. Santana's was. Was that like your first time ever going to Cowboys or something? You didn't know what it looked like inside? No, like, I don't know what I was doing, but just the taxi dropped me off and I just got out and walked. Chalmers, I was hammered. Yeah, that'll happen. I was hammered. Oh, I remember trying to flag taxis. Like, thank, this is where Uber is just so good. Like, trying to get a cab at a White Ave on a weekend at two or three in the morning. Like, you, like the lengths you'd have to go to be able to get in front and bud the cab line. Yeah, there remember was that no time we were there trying, was no cab line. Remember we were trying to leave uh, White Ave that one time, and there was a snowstorm. We there were girls present, and we had to go to the hospital. Yeah, trying we to get a taxi. To the hospital, yeah. We were wheelchair racing up and down the U of A hospital. It's like four forty-five in the morning because you couldn't get a taxi. Yeah, walked from White Ave to the University Hospital. Yeah, and it was like minus thirty. I do remember that. That was uh, smart. Epic. Thank you. Yeah, I knew see, I was in the hospital though. But John. see, so that's I what I mean. Like I don't have it in hospital. me. I don't have it in me like that. I don't. Know if I wanted to me anymore. What? This is crazy to hear. You're the hardest core guy I know. When see, we have new ways of being hardcore though, which are like like the other day, for example, when I recreased my chinos despite the fact they just come from the dry cleaner. <laughs> how are you hardcore these days? Tell me how you're hardcore. When we see we it builds all up and then we go to like football trips or we go to like a golf tournament. Oh yeah. And that Friday night you stumble over somebody who's sitting in a ditch, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. you're close to home. You just pick them up and put them in their trailer or where they're staying. It's There's calculated a lot of good days. stories and no names today, bag milk. Mm-hmm. 
Can we call it that, Jared? Good stories, no names. Ditch sitting. Anyways, Anyways. yeah, that's anywho. Anywho, we don't have to talk about how I have it in me or don't have it in. You me. have it in you. I, I believe party. in you more than I believe in Josh Curry, and I think Josh Curry is going to be a tremendous Ooh, player. Segue. I believe in you. Wow, one it brings it back. Yeah. Oilers, back. eh, boys? Oh, how about <laughs> them Oilers? Four one oh one, eh, boys? Woo. They're not the ones in the ditch <laughs> we need to drag out and put in their trailer. They don't only turn it on one night a year. Koskinen. 923 save percentage since Talbot got traded. I find that shocking. I yeah, like because I still got like the Leafs game in my head where he was just horrific. But yeah, I know he's been solid. Like four nothing against Columbus. Here's where I'm at with Koskinen, bag milk. Go ahead. I'm gonna talk about my old car again. I used to have his little Honda Civic, and it wasn't automatic. It wasn't standard. It was Hondomatic, which meant that you had like a choke on it, like a gas or a lawnmower. Mm. He used to always die at lights. And even if it wouldn't die, it would like sputter. And I was just, when I'd be at a light, I'd just be clenched, you know, white knuckled on the, on the steering wheel, wondering if my car was going to die. That's how I feel about Koskinen. Mm-hmm. I'm clenched. Yeah. Every time there's a fucking scrum in front of the net, I'm like, Whoo! and then this motherfucker's got a 923. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I still don't feel solid about it. Like but my Civic. The numbers don't lie. Like the Civic. I could also follow that up with a Honda Civic uh, analogy if you'd like. I would. I also had a Honda Civic. Ah. I learned to drive a standard on it. Now, when I first got it, Miko Koskinen reminds me of when you would be parked on a hill at like a light. <laughs> and you had hopes of just pulling forward slowly, smoothly. Yeah. But there were also times when you start rolling backwards and you panic and you stall the shit out of that mm-hmm. thing. Koskinen is my Civic on that hill. And I'm hoping... He will smoothly pull forward, be the car slash man that we all need. But sometimes that's a super good analogy. Thank you. I worked on that for seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is for good. seconds. Chalmers, you had a Honda product. You want to talk about how your old uh, I had CRX? Two. I had a whole old Honda CRX and a Civic. Your old Honda CRX. I thought it was a Lamborghini. Oh yeah, it was so just magic. Yeah, Maroon, yeah, it was not, but it was a beautiful out. car. Unbelievable. And I took out like the lights on the inside and put like red film. My dad owned a DJ company on the side where he would have like film for lights. Rad. So I would put like film in all the lights on the inside so oh, I could yeah. have like blue lights or like red lights. Mm. It was a cool car. I'll never forget for some reason <laughs> being at K Days with you and driving to the show home. So yeah. So and we were driving down the concourse of K Days. There's like people around us and you're like leaning out the window, like, get the hell out of my way. So back in those days, we built the dream homes and we built them on site, like on the actual K Days site. And so I would have to go look after them sometimes, you know, and like make then sure. Didn't you like saw them in half after? And they, they were built modularly. They were built in four pieces. So like, if you think of a rectangle, yeah, just split it in four and it would be transported in four different trucks. So we'd build it like that. Yeah. It was super cool. It was like one of the best times, but um, I would have to go take care of these. And usually we'd do it right as the grounds were opening. And so people would like be just starting to walk down the ped or the, what do they call it? The midway. Yeah. Midway. And we'd be just driving down in my car the best. to yeah. drive right up to the house. Oh yeah. It was awesome. I don't remember what we were doing, but you were just like, Hey, we have to go in here. And I'm like, we can't drive on here. Like, like, I yes, can. we can. Today we can. I'm Klondike Mike. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I would like to tell you guys that, what Koskin is not like, and that is a beautiful Ford F-150 from Sherwood Ford. Wow. It is a hell that, of a machine. That thing is bulletproof, and that thing will stop everything. That beard spray is working great. <laughs> On point always. Well, I'm just saying. I got to show to my boys when I'm defending against Koskinen. 
How is Koskinen though like your CRX, Jones? Yes. Please. I don't think They're it's both like, maroon. Well, no, I don't think it was, it was lights. It was more like the Civic that I upgraded to uh, <laughs> later, which was like the V. It was a VTEC SIR, and like with Koskinen when he's playing well, and my tri- when my car was looking good, I felt like I could like race a Mustang in this thing because yeah. we'd hit the VTEC when it got to about four and a half and give you a little <sighs> give you one of those little noises like a turbo was kicking Fast in. That's the furious. And shit. so I look at Koskinen when he's playing well. As my VTEC SIR that could beat a Corvette. Yes. And of in my man, mind. When, when Costin gets a shutout, he's a Ford F-150. Man, we're all telling stories about our humble beginnings. Could you not just had a, a Civic for God's sake? I had a Dodge Ram Charger 1984. The best. And a I had to carry a two-liter jug of Prego. It was a Prego hot sauce two-liter jug that I filled with gasoline. Yeah. That anytime it would stall or or I needed a really cold start, I'd dump a bunch of the gas down the carburetor so I could get it started. Uh, and I drove that baby to three hundred and thirty thousand clicks. And then you upgraded to what? A beautiful black Corvalier. A Corvalier. A Corvalier. Remember the Cavaliers? Oh yeah, do I remember the uh, Cavalier? I bought mostly- it with rims. I thought he was Bill Gates. <laughs> you went from the pent or outhouse to the penthouse. Oh yeah, brand new car. Wow. Oh, amazing. Unbelievable. Yeah, and I remember you left the tag on the stick shift? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the first time I got in, I was like, yeah. you won't leave that tag there. And he's like, watch this. And then how long did you have it for? Four or five years? Never took the tag Never on. Never sold the tag on. Resale value. Yeah. High. It's high. like keeping a tag on a beanie baby. Yeah, got an extra 50 bucks for that tag. Unbelievable. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good business. <laughs> uh, back to the Oilers. You, Wanya, you brought up uh, the Josh Oilers? Curry. By mistake, I assure you. No, you brought up Josh Curry and... I, I I just I I feel like there's there's like a this is a good storyline. He's showing. winning. Like, he's winning our hearts. He's winning our hearts. He's he's the pride of PEI, and he's worked his fucking ass off to make the NHL. He's played in the East Coast League and grinded there to the AHL now to here. But what I was so pumped about was in the Ottawa game where Grandpa's in the stands, and Joshy Boy shows up and gets two points. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that hit you in the feels? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, sure does. Gotta love it. The opposite of the Tavares ad. So how that it made me have emotion. Yeah. Like I'm actually like, it's weird. Like what, what's happening right now is like, oh, there's a four and one right now. That's fine. Yeah. They got and, guys who want to be there. Now. And Curry's now like, do it. Like, I'm like, holy shit. Like, Sam and, then, and, then, and then Sam. Yeah. And then like, they, they, they shut out uh, Columbus on the weekend. And I'm like, fuck, like, I find myself like excited. And like, maybe we, maybe we have meaningful March happening here. Meaningful March, March Madness, March Madness, meaningful March Madness. A little so be- ELPH coming back at you. ELPH. Well, we're, I don't think we'll be the L. We'll be the hopefully not the M L. I don't know. Mid level. Fuck. I don't know. So bag milk. Yes. For guys like me that don't really know and follow this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Why is like, Josh you mean Curry the nation? here? Oh, Josh Curry is here. Who's he replacing? And when will they screw this up? And Jesse Pugliarvi had okay. to go. He's got hip surgery. Actually happens today in New York City. They also sent Kaylor Yamamoto down. They needed a live human being. Up comes Josh Curry. Four points in his last five games, Josh Curry. The guy was ripping it up in Bakersfield. Yeah. Leading goal scorer. Everything he was touching was going in and he earned a spot. Earned it. Earned and a so chance. he'll stick around basically until... I think you have to. He's I not, think he's going to stick around he's until... Outplaying every, like he's outplaying the people that would be replacing him. So he's he's earning his, his his spot, which is, to me, like the most exciting thing. Just like Wanya said, like people that want to be here. Like this kid is fucking trying his ass off. And that just that... I, I feel that energy. And, and, and obviously the, the team does too because they're just as pumped when he scores. I'm starting to think it's easier to win with players who want to be here than not. Bag milk thoughts? Could be. You could be onto <laughs> something. I also... His... 
positivity is infectious. Yeah. Yeah. The smile on his face never goes away. I love it. Yeah. Like he is super pumped to be there and he is trying his fucking ass off to stay. Between him and Sam Gagne, it's the kind of like the storylines we all needed right now. Did you yeah. see what Sam Gagne did in Columbus, that little kid? No. Oh, that, yeah. It doesn't sound as bad as I said it, John. <laughs> no. Is a good thing. Yes. Some little kid was like a multi-team Sam Gagne fan, and he tried to go and see him play in the A, and he tried to go, in, and he had a Blue Jackets jersey with Gagne on it. And I'd forgotten that he'd been traded to the Blue Jackets. And it was his third try to see his hero, Sam Gagne. And Sam Gagne saw him, saw a sign, flipped two pucks over to him, later on gave him a stick, later on gave him like a hand knucks. This is what the NHL needs to do. They need to find one of these kids every single fucking game and put them next to the glass. And then whoever they like comes over and flips him a puck. And then you Instagram it. And then whammy, you got your fans back. Well, like resident good kid Mitch Marner going and hugging that little girl. Did you see Oh, it? yeah, that was a nice touch. Yeah, it was pretty good. He, he was just walking off the ice and... Lady had a sign, and the daughter was sitting there and was just like starstruck the minute she saw Marner. She was like four, and, yeah, and like four years old, like little girl, and jumping up and down. He was and walking, and then Marner he just and stopped, her. walked over there, bent over, give her a hug, full gear, start talking full yeah. gear. I think, oh, I think it was thinking. like on the way out for either pregame skate or for the game itself. It's yeah. so good for the game. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, see, you saw the Carey Price one, right? Oh uh, yes, I saw the. That's Price. unbelievable. Oh yes. fuck, the story on that one. Like, and that one kind of that one was below the radar for a couple of days. It was it? came yeah, out. It as was. Well. It was. Oh. My wife told me about it, which and, and I hadn't even heard of this yet. And she was like, "Those kind of things really tug at her heartstrings." And she was pretty pumped with Carey Price. I cannot fathom why they don't want more of this type of content. I mean, who who doesn't want it? The NHL man. Why they don't promote more of it? Why they, well, why they just aren't arranging for little kids to meet Oilers and other players all the live long day and putting well, out content about meeting your hero. And, to, and the the Sam Gagne one, it was all off the hard work of the mom. Like you got to, you got to, because what, ha- what happens is you see the mom's tweet about it. And then it's like, it's like five tweets you read about all the stuff that happened. Yeah. But it was basically like off of her efforts. Yeah. Well, and I think it just makes everybody involved look good, right? Hmm. And speaking of looking good, I'm going to talk to you boys about our new friends at Indochina. Oh, boy. Wow. The fucking Segway machine is fired Five up hard star today. Segway. Did you guys like that one? I am. I'm very excited about this one because I'm looking All right, for some I'm engaged. I'm buying what you're selling. New Go. suits. Go ahead. Try and sell us. Shoot Let's me. talk about new suits for one second, gentlemen, from our friends at Indochina. What's Indochina? Well, they are... The only company that you need to know to get yourself a suit, Wanya, you can go into any of their showrooms. Here's how it works, right? Choose a style. Suit. (laughs) Choose the style of suit you want. You customize that, baby. There's more than one kind. Oh, buddy, there's countless kinds. You want penguin leg wings out the back? You get them. You want the inside looking all tight? You get that done, too. Can they make me a suit with an extra pair of legs in the pants so that four legs can come out of my pants like a centaur? Of course. Rock your inner centaur. So what then what you need to do? you want to my back legs? No. Okay. That'd be a good look. <laughs> Bag milk, keep talking. Of course. Pick your style, right? Got you there, Chalmers, so far? I, you, I'm sold. You customize so your suit. Yeah. Then you get measured. Either go in to one of their shops or you do it online. And then what happens then, Chalmers, is they have your measurements forever. You just say, hey, Indochino, I need a new suit. They'll whip it up for you. Oh, so you only have to go and get measured up one time? Yeah, mm-hmm. buddy. Unless you think that you've become more successful in the waste region since you last got measured. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> then you might You got to be a... honest to yourself. Yes, don't lie to Just yourself, Wanya. your favorite fabric too, eh? The last thing our friends at Indochino want is for you to be unhappy. That's why you need to be honest with yourself. This is kind of perfect for a guy like me who needs something and doesn't do anything about it until the last moment. Yeah. 
And therefore, they already have my measurements and stuff. And let's say I need a black suit for a wedding. Oh, what the hell? You, you were saying earlier you need I a black suit. I literally don't have a black suit. And I know that I have a wedding, a couple weddings coming up. And I just want to wear a black suit. I want to be timeless in a black suit. Well, timeless. You, yeah, it is timeless. When I did buy my first couple of suits, I went a little flashy. So uh. I think it's time to just rear it back. You know, I'm getting, I'm almost going to be 40. Jeez, you know, want to wear black suits. New decade, new man, new so, suit. Can, I like it. Kind of, Kangol doesn't make suits anymore. Yeah, for a guy for a guy who can't gain or lose weight at any kind of clip, it'd be nice to just have them know me. Go know check out. Me. How the hell did we get an advertiser of this caliber? Because I feel like we're advertising the Federal Reserve. Because like, I think legit. the service is it's going to help the common man, us, look better and 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 not have it be like a stuffy. Yeah, it doesn't have to like be. you're not going to Henry Singer. We're like. They like talk down to you and like they like feel you like what are you doing here? No, the people at Indochino, they want you to look good. They want you to feel good. And that's what's most important. And Chalmers, they yeah. don't want you to have to leave your house if you don't want to. That's why they've got your measurements on file. Go check them out at Indochino.com or any of their showrooms. Edmonton, Calgary, Burnaby, Vancouver, Seattle, Portland, Winnipeg, Denver, Mall of America, San Francisco. You go anywhere of those. Oh, I'll go just go to the one in I, I actually am going to go get one now uh, that they're so nice to jump on and I'll document the whole uh, process. process. Yeah. I know a lot of, uh, to be like, this is just as a side, it, it can be daunting going and getting like a suit. Like I, I never grew up in a business where I needed suits all the time. And so when I had to go get my first suit, I had no idea how to work the process. Like I thought you had, I thought it was a lot more. You know where I get my suits, Chalmers? No. Crematorium. <laughs> they do not double check those bodies after you get them ready for firing and you can just go in there they don't burn the suits nope. they take them out they don't even no they don't they leave they, the suits they, on <laughs> but they don't double check the casket before they uh, push it in and like really all you really grim. need to do is go there three four times yeah. until someone relatively your size is getting smoked and then boom it's pretty gross sometimes you'll land a pocket watch <laughs> oh my God. I call well, those pocket watch Tuesdays all this got sentimental value <laughs> all this uh, suit talk and measurement talk it's got me thinking about the NFL Combine Chalmers and Kyler Small Hands Murray. Oh. No, big hands. Small hands. Please, please tell me about how this tiny hand little fellow who is putting on weight to fake everything is going to be so fantastic. Because he has it. When you have an athlete that just has it, it doesn't matter. I it- heard he's going and getting hand yoga. I mean, that's probably a good idea. If you're going to be playing is football for the rest of your life. This is true. I've been doing it's some studying. I heard How this hand There's yoga. some warts on this guy. So I wanted to expose them and talk to Chalmers about it. Because I know this is, is probably going to be his quarterback for his favorite Arizona Cardinals next year. And I really want to hear his take on the fake news. Who This guy is shorter than, than reported. Is coming in heavier than what he's actually going to be playing at. And he's got small hands. Well, and what's funny is, and I'm going to stick up for this guy till the end. But he is a terrible interview and does not do the interview circuit either. Oh, yeah. He went and did the Super Bowl and the interviews that he was doing, it was basically like they wanted to ask him questions and he wasn't playful. It was just like, I just want to talk about Gatorade, and which is like the number one thing you don't do in that kind of a situation. Um, well, but how I referred to Mio Carson being a Ford F-150? No, no, no. Similar thing? No, no, no. Because it's a radio. What you did there was perfect. Oh, what he you. did was, <laughs> the game is, listen, go do a radio interview, answer five or six questions. And then you get to plug your plug, right? He wasn't willing to play the first part of the game. He just wanted to get to his plug, right? Uh, he just wanted to talk about Gatorade? 
Well, because, yeah, because he's sponsored. He's got <laughs> his first sponsor is now Gatorade. I mean, we could sit here and look down our nose at this guy, but we just talked about Indochino suits in the most haphazard way. No, you're years. not understanding. What but I'm it's saying. actually legit. We're, We're going to consume interview. that product. And if, people are going to see if it. If some guy came in for an interview and he was like, and, and they offered, like, Gatorade came and said, look, Kyler Murray's going to come talk to you. We wouldn't just, like, let him come in and go, Hey, uh, this is Kyler Murray, and I just wanted to tell you about how good Blue Frost Gatorade is. Like, oh, but it is. You'd though. say no. I agreed to that interview. If you'll answer the question as to what you're going to go play baseball or football, why your hands are so small, why you're going to do yoga on your hands, and according and to my said, sponsor, Gatorade, what's said, the best flavor? If he said yes to all those things and then came into the interview and didn't answer anything and just did the Gatorade thing, it's kind of a dick move. Man, I've been watching oil. Sounds like a cancer to me, Chalmers. Well, no. So this guy's supposed to be a can't miss prospect, yeah? Yes. Well, I just watched Moneyball yesterday. Didn't they say the same thing about Billy Bean? Yeah, he was a five-tool player. Five-tool player. Billy Bean, like, as a player or as a manager? As, as a, a player. player. I don't know about Billy Bean as a player. <laughs> no, he's one hell of a manager, though. He was highly <laughs> was he touted. Five, was he really? Yeah, yeah he, he signed Big Smoke uh, to what? Go to the Mets? Go to the Mets, yeah. Yeah, go to the Mets uh, and skip college or something, right? Yes. Yeah. I love the sequel to Moneyball. <laughs> oh, yeah, go ahead. World War Z? Oh, yeah, of course. It's great. It's crazy, uh, eh? You don't it's see it weird coming. how he went from GM of the A's he's into going that mess. To But he practice, solves problems. But he's going to practice in his family in the van, and then all of a sudden the zombies start breaking out, and then you're like, this ain't about baseball anymore. <laughs> it's about zombies. What a weird, weird sequel that was. Guys, lived a, thoughts? guys lived a hell of a life. i never seen it. You've never seen World War Z? No. <laughs> There's a lot of good movies I think I haven't seen. And I didn't watch the stars. World War Z. So you, know. you know the movie, right? Zombie movie, Brad Pitt. Uh, didn't even know. No, I didn't even know it was that. Okay. Unbelievable movie about okay. zombies taking over Earth. The opening scene of that movie is probably one of the scariest opening scenes of a movie I've ever seen. Because they're driving as a family in a car and it's like a normal day and like how we're going to go get the cat's haircut, like that type of talk. Yeah. And then smash. You hear like a car crash and then you look over. Goddamn zombie apocalypse has kicked off Chalmers mm. in real time. How do you know? Because you- the zombies are eating people. <laughs> Would you get off your damn phone? Chalmers, what are you researching? No, I'm trying what to research. Chalmers is trying to research. You know the zombies right are there. And he's uh, very distracted. Yeah. Trying to read exactly what Kyler Murray did at the I college. knew it. <laughs> yes. Hit us. What did he do? Well, nothing. Everything Hands I can find. small. We know that. Measured. Every- everything I can find. Here's the first two top stories. It is Indochino suit. Overheard at the NFL Combine, Kyler Murray will be the number one pick and so much more. The second one, Murray believed almost universally universally to be the number one pick overall. Wow. So, I, well, if he is, goes to the Combine... Everyone's all drinking those, the Kool-Aid. Sorry there, Kyler, but maybe he's going to be a flop. Maybe he will, and maybe he won't. Maybe he won't. But if he goes to the Arizona Cardinals, I hope he won't. Will he also play for the Diamondbacks? No. Do you know that he's really short, right? Obviously, he's like 5'9". Yeah, but the, once again, the fake news is saying he's 5'11 and a half. No, he's like 5'9". Yeah. And he, there was, like he's playing in front of guys that are the same height as the dudes in uh, like the NFL that are going to be blocking him on the offensive line. And he straight up had less batted down balls than like a 6'4 quarterback, like the next highly touted quarterback. So just let's, I don't know. I just want hey, to I spring just, some Kyler Murray you, on me. Well, I, I had to spring it on because you, you you brought him up a few weeks ago. I did. Uh, you're saying he's 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 this great shit, and all of a sudden I've been listening to some sports radio. He's been a hot button topic because his small hands. His small hands. Well, let's just hope he can get past 
all these things. I think hey, there's... hey, Bag Milk. Yo. You want to start a different podcast? Sure. <laughs> Where we don't talk about whoever the hell these two are talking about right now. Maybe we talk about some Moneyball sequel. Yeah, unless they're talking about Kaylor Mimamoto. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Well, we're 0 for 2 so far in the last two weeks of talking about good movies. The Star is Born last week, and now oh. something, something. the yeah. aftermath? Yeah, I, the love aftermath. The, I love the social media aftermath of the Lady Gaga chat. I got like, some I'm support. Still, I'm still Team Pipes, but I was shocked you would have any support. I'm, I had some support. There are some other people out there that have listened to women sing and know a good one from a bad one. <laughs> so, uh. you know, okay, I'm going to preface one thing because I, I had to go back and just kind of listen to my take to make sure I was on point, which I was. But I didn't explain one thing. And one thing is when, when, when people get, when, when you say they got pipes, you mean they hit these high notes, correct? Or they could just wail. Yeah. Oh, but wailing. Strong. But man, like. Strong voices, pipes. Jared, yeah. thoughts? Pipes, pipes, and powerful voice. Okay, yeah. so powerful voice is one thing. Then I don't disagree she has pipes. But what I consider to be a good singer is not somebody who can quote unquote wail. Sing. It's somebody that when they're up there wailing, they can move around a bunch. Uh, like Mariah Carey back in the 90s? That's my girl right there. That's a great example of somebody who can wail and move around up there. Lady Gaga, sure she can get up there, but when she's up there, she can't do shit with it. No, and that's man, my point. No. She can move around up there, Chalmers. Before They I can started, bring somebody out strapped to a gurney like Hannibal Lecter, raise them upright, and if they can belt out, when I used born to do, this way. You, you asked how I used to get down. When we used to go to Lee Gardens <laughs> Karaoke, oh, I yeah. used to be able to wail. Oh. I could even move up and down a little bit uh, right. while I'm wailing. I so. like that we're so so Chalmers and I had a we <laughs> a used to we team. used to say yeah we were we were a duet and our names were Guido and Slick. Oh jeez, yep. Guido and Slick come up here and sing Guess, Aria. Oh, Who's Slick? Think about it. Who's yeah. Slick? Guido. Have you looked? Yeah, Jay's Guido. Look, he oh, looks yeah, like yeah. Guido. It's yeah. like yeah. what an Italian Mexican like so that makes you slick. Scottish person that makes me slick. What was your song? Uh, we used to do. Um, uh, B-52s. What was that one? Love Shack. Uh, love Shack. We used to do a Love Shack a lot. And so R-E-M, hold on. You two clowns would go yeah. sing in front of Lee Gardens, just the two of you, and sing Love Shack to each oh, other? Oh, sure. Packed houses. We'd get pictures of beer bought for us. <laughs> it was wow. the way. So is that why? fans. This is not a lie. I believe. Oh, nothing okay. is a lie. Oh, I thought you said it was we a lie. We had fake ideas. No, no, no. I never said it was a lie. And Lee Gardens used to just take fake us in. Fake ideas, yeah. too. Yeah. And then oh, we used to, we used to oh, sing. Oh, I still had, I could, I could hit the higher notes at a young age there. Those are pipes. Yeah, my pipes then. Yeah. And we used to we long songs too. I think we sang some meatloaf. Oh, you do paradise by the dashboard light. Anything, anything that commanded power, power ballads. Oh, yeah. Guido and Slick were there. Needless to say, I would take the high notes and move around a bit while I was up there. (laughs) Lady Gaga would have been your position, taking the lower notes where she would just you know kind of keep the melody but not well. Oh, jeez. Oh, so she's Fred Schneider in this. Where's the long <laughs> shock, baby? Yeah, exactly. Okay. There's nothing I like more in a singing performance than somebody coming out or a group of people coming out and each of them just trying to hit the highest note they can. <laughs> Three hours can go by and I'm like, this is an unbelievable concert. <laughs> and then they're like, sir, you're not in a concert. You're out behind the Safeways. You've been tripping on LSD for three days. You're at Lee Gardens and you've been confused. Quiet, I've been to the Lady Gaga concert <laughs> and Chalmers is here with me and he has some sort of CRX. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, that's... That was good. I liked it. I mean, I listened back to my take and I stand by it wholeheartedly. I still haven't listened to one of these podcasts. No? <laughs> no. Let's take a break. Real life podcast. Unlistenable, said the New York Times. Back after this. SumoJerky.com. You've been through the gas station. You've seen all the flavors. Teriyaki, black pepper, 
maybe extra hot, sweet chili. That's about as exotic as it gets. But if you subscribe to Sumo Jerky at sumojerky.com, check them out online, enter your preferences. They source out the finest small batch handcrafted maw and pod jerky from all over the world. They have all your favorite flavors, but it's high quality handcrafted versions of your favorite flavors and they get exotic as well. Exotic jerky from exotic animals or play it straight and stick with beef. Enter your preferences at Sumo jerky.com it shows up once a month deliver it as a gift if you like have it sent to your work for a little pick me up during the day sumo jerky.com follow them on instagram at sumo jerky for pictures of their meat or sign up for the service yourself sumo jerky.com once a month meat delivered right to your door it's the home delivery service you didn't realize you need until it started showing up my favorite day of the month is sumo jerky delivery day sumo jerky.com to get started it's a good ad it's a great ad good product fine product Delicious. Delicious. Wanya, if I read you something, will you be able to guess which oiler I'm speaking of? Of course. If we start talking about foosball and Lee Gardens in 1997, I'm with you. Go. Now, I will give you one hint. This quote comes from one Samuel Gagne. He's talking about whom when he said, if he's not the most underrated, he is the most underrated player in the NHL. He's played a lot of hard minutes, and he's been asked to sacrifice offense a lot. This year, he's having a really good season offensively. He just keeps coming to work and doing his job. He just keeps fighting. He's just one of those guys who never complains, does his job, just gets better. He is very underappreciated. Number 93. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Nugent Hopkins being described by Samuel Gagne. Isn't it wild to think so... That comes from Brownlee wrote about Nuge's tenure with the Oilers yeah. at Oilers Nation today. 522 games he's played so far over his eight seasons. And it's interesting to me to think that Ryan Nugent Hopkins is the longest serving Oiler based on everything he's gone through. Oh, man. First, let me kick this off with, I love the Nuge. Amen. And always will. Um, this guy... This guy has been through the darkest shit. Any player I bet you in the NHL could like I, I bet try to name a, a a player who's been through as much as the Nuge since the year he was drafted. You can't or even the last twenty or thirty years. You can't. He's Andy Dufresne. He just hasn't come out the end of the pipe yet. Isn't there anybody on uh, Buffalo? Well, I mean, Jack Eichel's got the fun haircut. Yeah, but he's not that far into the league like the Nuge. No, I yeah. think they do a lot of turnover there, though. Yeah. A lot of turnover in Buffalo. Well, I mean, here, too. Yeah. Here, too. Just, just thinking about the Nuge, though, like, eight years in, still looks the same. Oh, I was just going to say, aged a day. Like, he literally reminds me, like, it seems like he's on his third season. Every time I see him. Yeah. Just looks young and fast and not losing a step. Virile. <laughs> and he, oh, yeah. I just, it's... I, I just want him to stay with us forever. Uh, like the kid is hardworking. He's clear. Like the fact that he has not said anything, we haven't come saying anything negative, nor anyone saying anything about him. It's just amazing. His response to Sam Gagne's quote is, "I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to keep doing this till the end of the season. We're going to keep working, and we're going to find our way back into this playoff race. We know we have to string some games together. That's obvious. We know that." but there's not going to be any shortage of work ethic from me or anyone else in the room. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. 
It's amazing to watch how he's grown up. He's getting a little voice now. He's getting uh, a little chippy on the ice. Two-way game. He's got pipes, man. He's got pipes. Oh, he can wail. Chalmers, Chalmers must be livid. You should hear him do Love Shack. It's unbelievable. There's no way he can sing. Baby voice. Maybe that's what he needs. He's the Adele <laughs> of the dressing notes. room. Yeah. 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 Wow. Uh, yeah. The Nuge is one of the reasons why we even have any kind of chance uh, to, to be in, still be in this race. Thank God the West is a mess. And I think he gets a point tonight against the Buffalo Sabres, oh. which will be a new career high. Oh, yeah. Hands down for Ryan Nugent Hopkins. What, so, what's, what, so what is he at? 50? So he's 56 points. He's got 20 goals. Uh, career high in goals is 24. Career high in points is 56. So one more point. He's got that new career high. Yeah. Four more goals. He's got that, buddy. You got oh, this. he's no problem. I, I, yeah, I, I hope Nuge finishes like high 60s in points. That'd be awesome. The other day, about a week ago, Gregor wrote that if this organization does not turn things around, players like Ryan Nugent Hopkins, when his contract is over in two years, are going to leave. Could you imagine a player like Ryan Nugent Hopkins doing the entry level finishing a seven-year contract here and then leaving with nothing. That would just be... Nothing. We're talking about, yeah, like 70 million in the bank. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. Like wins in the left. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like actual games to play for aside from one season. Oilers need to do it for players like Nuge. They need to do it for guys like Sam Gagne who are back for the second tour of duty. Both of those guys, I can't think of anyone on this roster who's been through more shit. Maybe that's why they brought Gagne back. To like, you think you've been mismanaged? <laughs> Yessie Pooley Harvey? Exhibit A. Poor Sam comes through the door. Well, I said that next year, I think that Jesse would be well served to live with a guy like Sam. For sure. Yeah. I feel bad for Jesse, man. Yeah, sure. Like, here he is laid up in the hospital getting hip surgery, and you got Jimmy Matheson being like, I don't know, sounds fishy. Like, oh, yeah, I faked a surgery, Jim. Well, what's mind-blowing well, to me is that why the hell, if this was such an issue for so long, why did it take this long for this to happen? Probably surgery was the last resort, right? Well, but for- he he was, I guess, he and Bag Milk, quote me if I'm wrong, or correct me if I'm wrong, don't quote me. Be wrong. Uh, he, he's been complaining about this for some months now, right? Because he, he, it's, it's, he can't push with his right leg. Yeah, word on the street uh, from Dusty Nielsen is that this has been going on for a while. So why is it taking this long? They're just like, tough it up. You it's think fucking, that's what it is? I don't know. It's like, that's hockey culture. Or is it though, him it? being like, like, well, I got to I gotta make most of my shot and I'll play through pain. Well, wouldn't that be the sense of it, though, when his agent came out and said, like, we're not going back and getting a second opinion? Maybe that, though, because like from what Gregor said is surgery was option one. And apparently maybe he was scared. I don't know. Getting surgery is never easy. Nope. Second opinion. Yes. Hip surgeries are pretty, they're pretty good these days though. Well, this one's just like clean up. It's not like he's getting a new hip. It's just like to clean up some built up damage or whatever the hell he has in there. It's causing him a bunch of pain. So much to the point where pushing off his right leg, as you'll notice, like he's, he's when he's in puck battles or anything like that, like, or he's, he's staying on the outside and not cutting to the inside. Like, the power to his game has been affected. Yeah, apparently when he's not standing upright, he's got pain in his hips. So like if he's actually pushing or battling against the boards, it just doesn't work. Yeah. No, man, I hope he gets better. I hope things get better for him. Well, to me, I I, I see he's got a wide open opportunity next year. New coach, new GM coming in. That's a fresh start, baby. Yeah. 
I, I hope he's sixth round. I really want him to be someone. I, I, I get, it would drive me nuts if we traded him, but at the same time, the situation's a mess anyway, so I wouldn't be shocked if we did. Yeah. I think if you botch Nail Yakupov one and you botch Yesley Pugliarvi four, what's his name? Bob Green. Bob Green, yeah. Still employed in both situations. Like, I'm just throwing dots at a board. That's how he talks, Chalmers. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Chalmers. Were you looking up the 1973 NCAA combine over there on your phone to figure out who won the 50 by 50? No, you know what I'm actually looking invented? at? Do you, guys remember, do you guys remember about a couple months back, we had a bet on how many goals Chase on would get? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Does anybody remember what our totals were? Yeah, I said he was going to be 19. I said 27. I yeah. said that <laughs> no, I said 28. would have said, what he has now. I said 15. Yeah, and right now he's at 18, and they have 18 games left to play. Yeah, so still in it. I think you shot a little high. Oh, I shot J- way high. JR, you're, cl- you're close. You're, I, think, I think you could get to 20. You I, said said, 20. I said 28. 28? Actually, yeah, he was at oh, like you shot 17. Yeah, I shot high. I'm seeing if I can find it in the original article. What, yeah, what did you say? I think I said 27, but I don't remember. Uh, I don't know if you're as high as me. No, I don't think you. I thought I thought somebody was right around 20 because I'm thinking that person's going to hit it. I think he gets two more. How long has he been at 18, though? Anybody noticed? He just got. He just scored on the weekend to go yeah, to 18. Just, He's just been at 17 for a long time. 17 well, for like I knew I shot games. a little low, but he hadn't scored in like a month or something, but yeah. whatever. So that's what I was looking up. Another quick heater. Back in the mix. It's on point, John. I'll give you that. Yeah. I was also looking at some other hockey stuff for my best and the worst. I just like that we're, and I'm the same too, like screen dependent, right? Like we're all here talking ostensibly to people, although I'm not convinced anyone's listening. And like everyone's multitasking. Yes, but it's a it's a fine line between me wanting to say something and wanting to be right. Oh. When it jumps into my mind, I don't just want to like. <laughs> Buddy, if I had off. that sort of second guessing going on, oh. I wouldn't say a word ever. The nation's not about facts. Uh-uh. It's about Did, shooting from the hip. The, re, the real the real thing could have been say, can't you just do this research before? No, man. On the fly shit. On the fly, man. <laughs> Did either of dome. you guys, though, on Saturday miss and listen or uh, meet any real life listeners, though? Because I did at the brew house on Saturday morning. In fact, I would say I met three of 12 listeners at least. Oh. They were all in the same location. Really? Was it that table? There was one. There was uh, three tables. Oh, three separate tables that I went to. Wow. So we could have upwards of 12, but at, I'm going to say three just to be safe. I met a real life listener. I was walking up with Mandy's and I was like, hey, watch this. I'm going to go talk to that guy. I didn't know there's nation hat. I walked up. I'm like, what's up, buddy? And he's like, I know your voice. I'm like conversation over. <laughs> that was the end of it. Do you know, I, I, got, I got sold out at the brew house on Saturday because I was talking to you, to both of you, Wanya and the Squire at your table. And then somebody that was there for the nation party listens to this podcast and you guys making fun of me because I look 12 despite being in my 30s. So they see me leave your table. Wife wanders over and said, I know your bag milk. You look 12. <laughs> was that Brad Stepanko? It was. The whole fam jam? It was. That whole table. Oh. Lisa Marie. They knew. They those knew. guys are good. They're good, good peeps. Guys. Yeah, I love those guys. I that's I investigative have, journalism right yeah, there. If we're talking about listeners, I have like from the very first time that I came on this, my sister started listening, Desiree, and she loves it for some reason, except for when I'm not on and then she just doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she's so, yes, yeah, sir. But when we were at hockey, Hi, actually, a couple of the people were talking about that they were listening. So. Really? Yeah, there was, I don't know, uh, man, it, it we, gets brought up in the room. It yeah. does. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh uh, just said he's uh, starting to get into it. Yeah. Oh. Agreed with me about Gaga. 
Oh, oh, Joshy, mm-hmm. if you're listening, it's one of my best. Yeah, Joshy, terrible take on Gaga. Best have to boys. admit, listening. Yeah, let's do best in the work. Let's try that again. Can we edit that, Jared? We can't. Perfect. Let's do best in the worst of the week. All right. My worst of the week. There's celebrities dropping like goddamn flies. Oh, ah, that's terrible. Everything happens in threes. My worst of the week. Terrible Ted Lindsay passed away at 93. Remarkable gentleman. Was it called Terrible Ted Lindsay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he's a saint. Ted Lindsay back in the oh, day the ice, yeah. was like, you do not fuck with Ted Lindsay. Like, he would. I read a thing about him, and it said that he never dropped his stick in a fight. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the good old days. Oh, oh yeah. Savage. Captain Hook. Cave Ted Green's head in with a stick and get like a minor. Oh, what? is Lindsay that did that? No. Oh. He's just like, what? <laughs> wow. Keith Flint. Lead singer, founder of Prodigy, which tested my grade 11 subwoofers and my whip to the oh, yeah. max. I away. still think that Invaders Must Die by the Prodigy should be the song that the Oilers skate out to. Heavy duty track. Absolutely. And to triple off the trifecta, not including Mona from uh, Who's the Boss, who passed away. Sad. Luke Perry died. Yeah, crazy. Three. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, out of nowhere of a stroke. That one really stinks. Filming like, shows. They all sting, but that one, like, just because. Like 90210 is such a big piece of my life. It was like the first show that was kind of like a soap opera or like a drama, like that kind of thing, yeah. where like dudes were like into it. Oh. Like we were watching it and like my sister loved it and like we got into it. Yeah. And because just those guys were cool, man. Like I watched 90210 to have stuff to talk to about in the bus with girls. Oh, yeah. Smart. It's currency. Like, I'd come like, and be like, whoa. can you believe what Brenda said? Yes. And then next thing you knew, I was talking to girls. Yeah. <laughs> I even like, like I said, like I followed a lot of the careers uh, of 90210ers, but like Luke Perry, especially because he was always the cool, uh, cool guy. And uh, even, you know, <laughs> I follow him as far as well. I watch Riverdale. Uh, so I watch him in that. He's as Mr. Andrews. And he's super cool in that. But even watched his failed series called Windfall. Can Wasn't a failure that? if you loved it, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it's, a failure. Uh, but that one it. just like, oh. do you remember that episode of 90210? I can't remember what happened, but like, Luke Perry's character, like, he left the show and he came back to the show, but he didn't really want to be on the show. So his storylines were, like, him in a mansion all by himself. Yeah. And then there was, like, an attack on the mansion. There was, like, gunfire and shit. You remember that? Yeah. Woo! That was TV. Yeah. Dylan, Dylan was always getting caught up in some Dylan shit. Dylan was getting... What, what, what did he do for, like, what was his career in, in the show? Like, what did Dylan do for money? I, I think he inherited a bunch he of money. He had money. Yeah. yeah, he inherited money. He drove that old Porsche. Yeah, he yeah. was fucking... Like all the kids were rich and had parents and stuff, but he had like no family and yeah. just money because yeah. he had a nice car. But when Brandon was, and Brenda's parents, the lawyers, moved to China, or was it? And there's like, you can keep the house. We're moving. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, what? Obviously, a focal focus group happened. Like, okay, get the parents out. Seriously, done yeah. Enough. yeah, yeah, get them out of here. And then they were. Remember, then somebody else came to live with them in the house. Then it was on. Yeah, Dylan. I think Dylan got with. All of the babes, and even had like like little had show romance. Like even not, had Rebecca Gayhart come on too as like a love interest. Like they ran out of the girls in the show to, for him to go through. Oh yeah, so they had to bring new ones on. And Brian Austin Green and in Kelly a really Kapowski. weird season finale in episode twelve. <laughs> season twelve. <laughs> season twelve. Uh, well, yeah. so rest in peace, all you poor bastards passing away. Tough weekend. Tough yeah. week. Bag yeah. milk, worst? Worst of the week is uh, the ICP cipher with DJ Paul and Stitches that got released last week. I don't know if you saw that on World Star. It is probably the worst piece of garbage wrapping that I've ever seen. I tagged Jared in it because I knew that he would also be unhappy, and he was. 
well, thanks for tagging me and friends <laughs> off. <laughs> you know what? I saved you from this, Wanya, because it is so bad. It is an 11 and a half minutes of my life that I never oh, will wow. get back. Was it like come a again. 11 and a half? Yeah, they tried to do he, they tried to do the Eminem thing. It's ICP, DJ Paul, Stitches, uh, Mac Lethal, Ouija Mac. I've never heard of any of these people. Terrible. Stitches I've heard of. Oh, man. Stitches, like, it's so bad. You actually don't know how any of them get paid to be rappers. There was this, I'm not just trying to detract from this. There's a little pump cipher that's unreal. What do we mean by cipher? Just acapella beat, like rapping off the top of your head okay. over a beat. That's what I thought it meant. But. BET Awards do a cipher. So right. they'll have like three rappers come out and rap over beats and they all look at each other and go, snap, when they drop hot fire. Hmm. I've seen the Eminem one. I've also seen the Drake one. I remember Nicki good. Minaj one before she yeah. was breaking out. It was unreal. Unreal, yeah. So it was like ICP. Are we talking about like the insane clown posse? Insane of course, clown posse. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's still uh, a thing. Gathering of the Juggalos happens in massive. July. No, the Juggalos. God. Whoop whoop. Oh yeah. Whoop whoop. Sorry. Jay, worst of the week. My worst of the week. And I'm trying to unsee this visual, but is is Pete Davidson open mouth kissing Kate Beckinsale at I think it was a Ranger game. I'm trying to unsee that image uh, from my brain because I've seen it all over social media today. So. That's my worst. I just downloaded this thing. It is awful. And there's like, there's pictures like where he's, she looks like she's just sucking on his tongue. This is. Yeah. Revolting. Yeah. Like it's. But you know what? I like Pete Davidson. Shout out to Pete Davidson. This guy is scoring babes. Yeah, he is. But this is just too God, man. Your PDA is gross. Mm hmm. My turn. Mm hmm. Worst of the week, Chalmers. Okay, my worst of the week is a little bit less. Is not. It's kind of like something dying, but it's more like whether or not Michael Jackson's music is going to die with the Leaving Neverland Ooh. documentary that's coming out. I'm, I want to see it, really bad, and I'm probably going to watch it tonight. But things that I've heard about it is it's literally one of the most depressing, angry, you know, like anger filling, basically one of the most. Dis- I don't know. I can't even describe yeah. it. Apparently, it's really hard to watch. I heard. And, I um, heard that too. Yeah, and I and I, I have to see stuff like this because I feel like I need to, but uh, kind of worried what that's going to be like. So that's the worst of the week. Is that that coming out? Yeah, it's pretty fucking gross. Yeah. Best of the week. So my best of the week is Leon Finding Neverland Ranch. Just Leon Dreisaitl <laughs> in general. Sick fuck. Yeah. Finding. Yes. No. This part, looks like a nice part, time. Part two. <laughs> Apparently, it's an uplifting Heal story. Heal the world. I get it now. No. no part two is coming out tonight. So there's two parts. So fuck. It's gonna be bad. Anyways, best of the week. Leon Dreisaitl. I just, I just really like what he's doing right now. And him having 40 goals, and you know, could be the first Oiler since Craig Simpson in '98 or '88. Sorry, to have 50 goals for the Oilers. Um, of 2014 draft year uh, draft picks, he leads. He's the number one uh, points in that draft with 288. <clears throat> Pasternak, number two, 269. Larkin, 201. Sam Reinhart, 198. And Ellers at 191. So I just pumped with him. because so The Oilers actually took the best person in the draft. They did. And I kind of just like at the beginning, I didn't like his attitude. He never smiled. He was the anti-Josh Curry. He just kind of looked pissed off. He kind of just looked like... I used to call him punchable face. He looked like he just had a punchable face because he was always pissed off at something. It would bring the room down. Now, I think things have changed. I don't know what it was, but... Connor McDavid. 
Well, well it, Conor yeah. McDavid was always there. I don't really understand. Like Conor McDavid was the guy that was putting his arm around him on the bench, being like, "Don't watch this." You remember in that one game where you're sitting on the bench, mm-hmm. yeah. and they're all leaving. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, puts yeah, his yeah. arm around him, yeah. kind of like, "Just don't watch this. Like, let's just go. Don't yeah. be the guy sitting here with this look on his face." Yeah. You know. So, I, I, I don't know. Whatever it is, good for him, man. Because this is career year, 89 points right now, and you you're know? both yeah. turning 40. Why? Who's 40? Leon's about to score his 40th goal. He no, he did score his 40th. Against Columbus. Chalmers, he scored his 40th goal. Yeah. So he's got one more goal than I have ages. I think Leon... uh, (laughs) Ages. Ages. I think uh, Leon's a good guy, and this is like a natural thing. Um, I think he's got like a bit... He's a big... A bit of an Eeyore uh, in terms of like just naturally kind of grumpy. And he's also very, very, very hard on himself. Uh, But... So with success... Comes the old smile on the face. I always say, it. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And and obviously, and maybe, team. and maybe, maybe the players have gotten together and just are now like bringing a more positive vibe. But like Leon, and Leon can get shit on for like not trying, uh, and you you see it from time to time. But in that uh, penalty kill against Columbus, when he just turned on the Jets and got that breakaway, I was like, this is a guy that wants it. So yeah, Chalmers, great so he, take. So he's kind of like the me of our men's league hockey team. He's, wow, he's playing for the front of, for the for the name on the back of the jersey. Uh, the uh, so Chalmers, we had a men's league game <laughs> say, and we lost to a team we should not have. Um, Chalmers' family is in the stands. Yeah, uh, and Your Chalmers, boys? Chalmers, evident. It was very evident Chalmers wanted to get some some goals for the take boys. Take my ice time, man. So he was taking his ice time. He was cherry picking. Well, I've always said he's doing all the things. I've always said I'd rather I'd rather lose a game three two and have. Two 90 points. minutes of ice time. No, and have two points, then win a game for nothing and have zero. <laughs> Listen, this is men's league hockey. And like I said, I'm almost 40. When people go, they keep actual like really good stats of this league too, right? So yeah. like, you can see stats from the day we started 12 years ago. Career stats, today. yeah, yeah, Well, when people go and look at you, when people find out you're on this team and they go, oh, and then they go naturally check your stats because that's what I do when I see a friend or an acquaintance that plays. I don't see how their team does. Can you screenshot the stats on your phone and give it to Jared so you can post it on the posts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For what year? Lifetime. Career, son. Lifetime. I'll pull them see, up so right there, now. Yeah, he can pull them up right now. So there's a gap in my playing for some reason. Oh, sure. No, no, no. Like, no to, multi-year no, whole, suspension. No, just whole years where they like did it under points. like... So at the River Cree, they're not, they're not the greatest for keeping the stats. If you have like a capital name, like your name's all in capital when you sign up, it doesn't register as the same person where if your name was just like capital C Chris, capital C Chalmers. Like there's players in our team who've had the wrong last name for five or six years. Yeah. I think there's two versions of me out there. There's a, I think there is two of me. without an so, N out there. But anyways, we'll get, we'll get some of them out there. Like I said, number on the back, not the team on the front. Damn right. <laughs> Bag milk, best of the week. Uh, my best Were of the you week. playing for the stone cutters as well? Yes, I was. And I was very successful. And I got six goals and I didn't pass to Chalmers once. No, my best of the week goes to Ariana Grande for admitting that Pete Davidson has a massive hog, which in itself has translated into him now dating Kate Beckinsale. So we're bringing that all around. Shout out to Ariana Grande. I'm mocking him. Shout out to Ariana Grande. Hmm. That's got to help with his psyche. Yeah. She's got thank you next in the video. She had huge underneath his name. Got to like that Chalmers. (laughs) Got to like it. 
Pete Davidson, huge hug. Mm. It's like John Hamm. How about oh the, the Hamaconda? <laughs> I dropped that on my roommate the other day. <laughs> I dropped that on my roommate the other day. I'm like, man, these skip the dishes ads are so great. And I think everyone in Hollywood's gay. And she's like, please don't tell me John Hamm's gay. I'm like, John Hamm's not gay. Have you ever heard of the Hamaconda? And she laughed so hard she fell off the couch. <laughs> Just tell anybody to go Google John Hamm. Hamaconda. Yeah. Oh God, that is uh <laughs> best of the week. Oh wow, that that might be my best that of the joke. week. Um, no, uh, best of the week for me was, you know what? We threw a fan therapy event on Saturday, and I thought it was went fucking awesome. We went great. We had like 150 people show up, fill a bar at 11 a.m., uh, and actually watched a really good game. And I just felt like it was a good, it was a good vibe. You know, it's it's just it's good when you can get with the community and just kind of like sharing a win together and like you know instead of like crying and being mad and not wanting to talk to one another like everyone was like in a really good state so yeah shout out like i had a great time on saturday i agree it was a fantastic uh fantastic party good to see everybody good to talk to a lot of people oilers had played probably one of the best games they played during an event especially what is a fan what is a fan what did you call it fan therapy brunch fan therapy brunch what does that look like starts at 11 o'clock yeah. What Every what? single seat at the brew house was full. Yeah. Nation people. So what does it look like around six? Is there the is there the group that's had way too many way too quick? Nope. Is there how was it? There was kind of a, after the game, some people stuck around, some left, others went other places, other went to oh, keep so going at the house or the whatever. Game. Yeah, I was there for the game mm-hmm. mostly. My best of the week was my post game celebrations from fan therapy day. You put in a shift, my friend. Open the brew house, close the pint. Chalmers thoughts? I think well, I'm jealous that you clearly can still do what we used to do and seem when I do that kind of thing on a Saturday, I'm not right to like Thursday. Oh, I was up a Sunday morning, crack of noon and didn't give a shit the whole day. Yeah, it's Good nice times, but nice. I was proud. And like people were, you know, when you have a bender, Jay, and people are like congratulating you during your bender, which is just <laughs> building you up more and more like staff of the pint would just bring shots just to see if I could drink them. And of course I can drink them and I'm fine. And people are coming up like, you're unbelievable. I'm like, thank you. I am an alcoholic or was once upon a time. I've noticed when you start early in the day and you kind of like ease into the start of the day, it can really get your stamina up for the rest of the day. You but just if you keep like, it like totally. But if you line. start really hard, yeah. that's just a recipe for disaster. You have to like, re- like just really nurse the first couple, like first three. Chalmers, you taught me how to drink. So it's nice. That's it for this week. Real life podcast brought to you by all sorts of new great people. Playoffs, here we come. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.